0: Hello, and welcome to my podcast, Good Grief. My name is Dr. Christine Malone, and in this podcast, we talk about trauma, tragedy, and survival. In each episode, I will interview someone that has gone through grief in some way, and we will discuss the impact it has had on their life. By sharing these stories, we hope that others won't feel alone should they be going through similar situations. Enjoy. All right. Thank you, guests, for being here today. I'm going to have my guest um, introduce herself and tell us a little bit about her.
1: Hello, I am. My name is Roxanne, and I have been married to my husband for thirty years—thirty plus years.
0: Thank you. What would, what so you like I to- know that your story is about um, your adoption journey. So I, w- I know you already had one biological child with your with your spouse before you uh, adopted um, someone else. So why did you choose to adopt another child after you already had one?
1: Well, we did have some fertility issues on my husband's side, so we were able to successfully have our firstborn son, and then my um, husband's father, my father-in-law, was adopted, so we thought, you know, that's a good route to go. He was also a foster child, and he was adopted, and uh, we decided to go to the foster, go through the foster child to adopt uh, route, so we were, we essentially, there is a book, big book of, and there are many of them. One of the books is a big notebook of kids and you just flip through them. There's pictures of kids, tells a little bit about them and they're legally free to adopt. It is essentially that. So we flip through all these pictures of children and happened on, on this little boy, 13 months old, beautiful little brown eyes. And we said, my husband said, that's our son. And that was pretty much how it happened. And he came into our home Oh gosh, it took a little bit of transition time to come in because he was in a foster home, and within a week after we got him in our home, he we the state uh, called us and they said, "Hey, the mother had another child; she's newborn. Would you take her too?" So we went from three to one, uh, three children, uh, one child to three children under the age of three within a week. It was it was a challenge, but we but they were siblings, so we wanted to take them.
0: And when you got the kids, did you know anything about their health history or their mom's history at all? Our first, the son, the, uh, the
1: second, um, the very first child we adopted our son, we didn't, all we knew is he was malnourished and, um, he lived with his birth mom for a little bit. That's it. And we didn't know very much about, um, the past history, the baby, the newborn. Yes. She was very, drug exposed and had to go through a lot of withdrawal for like six weeks before we could take her home so she was pretty sick she was a pretty sick baby but she was I mean we fell in love with her she's a beautiful beautiful little girl so
0: yeah that's awesome so did it occur to you because she'd been exposed that the older one had been exposed to or did you think about- um then we
1: kind of thought about that um but we also and we didn't have much education in regards to drug exposure and all of that we we felt like we didn't have all the answers I guess you could say in the beginning we clearly saw some things come as they got older the first year was rough I'm not t- I mean it was rough because our um the baby girl was pretty pretty sick she was pretty sick and had lots of overstimulation. it's not normally a child who's going through drug exposure And withdrawal, they they were they going through withdrawal. They don't want to be hugged. They don't want to be cuddled. You don't cuddle them as you would normal a normal newborn baby who's healthy. They get overstimulated very very quickly. So we couldn't often go go out and be with friends and family and all that. And there were times she was extra colicky to the nth degree. I mean, it was really bad. Um, So we found out later. Wow. Okay, we're in for it. But they were immediately our children from the minute they came into our home. They were our kids, Uh, so
0: yeah. Tell me a little bit about your oldest child. So how did that oldest child deal with having new, um, these new kids come into the house and they might need more care or attention from my parents? Was that an issue at all?
1: No, he was the oldest and that's how we kind of wanted it to be. So we wanted to adopt a child And even a foster child that was a little bit that younger. So uh, the two boys, our um, oldest child, and then our middle of the second son were about 11 months apart and they shared a bedroom and he was so excited because he was having a younger brother. Um, But no, they were just like typical siblings. He loved it. And um, he was so little, I don't think he probably truly maybe understood um, we were, we weren't from a family of three to a family of five like that. And I think it was just a busy household and he didn't didn't know anything different.
0: So, yeah. So he was so young. He doesn't remember life before having these siblings. Yeah. So at some point in time, there was another sibling that became available. So tell us a little bit about how that happened and how old the other kids were and how it came to be that you ended up having this, this other foster child.
1: Yes. So we uh, got a call from the state. They were looking for us. because It had been five years <coughs> and our youngest um, child at the time was five. And so they said, hey, the mother had a, another child. Would you be willing to take um, this, this little one? And we were out of state at the time. So it was a little bit more of a process and we couldn't get him right away. Um, but we. it took me a little while to say, to be honest, to say, yes, my husband was, yes, let's go. But it was a little harder for me to say yes, because it was been a struggle um, just with the whole, the drug effect on these kids, it, it's, it's a lot. And people may say, well, that's, you know, I don't know how to explain it, but it's a lot to deal with. There's overstimulation. There's a lot of um, social things that they, not every child is going to be the same, but one of the things that we was affected by is but the social aspect of it and not being able, not using the right speech and impulsivities, um, a lot of hyperactivity and overstimulation. And so it was a lot as a as a mom. I was home all the time. So that helped. I wasn't a working mom. So, so we did. We took um, our youngest and it was about nine months before we got him because it took a long time for the process to go through the foster care process, but it was, he was in a really good foster home and it was a good transition and he didn't have as much um, exposure to the, to do the drugs and you could tell fairly quickly, right away, there was a difference. So,
0: yeah. So I asked you about your, your oldest son already, but I would like to ask you about your marriage. So how did your husband and you, you know, how did you a, a, adapt to and get through this experience? I mean, you agreed to adopt children, you knew they were drug exposed, but that's gotta be a, 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 a pressure on marriage. And I'm, I'm just curious how did you manage to make that work and still be married as long as you have?
1: Well, priorities, I definitely say we had family support. And so we had lots of times where we were able to go on, on dates and things like that. So we were able to get a break. And there were times when I had to come rely on both grandmas and say, can you come, please come over? I need some help, which they did like willingly. They were able to come right over, but definitely priorities. Um, and that our children took a lot to take care of. And there were a lot of sometimes more needs than I realized. But <clears throat> as long as our marriage was a priority and first. Um, that was, that was ultimately the most important thing. I mean, you can care for the kids, but if your marriage is not great, then everything else is going to fall apart. So that was important. That was important to us.
0: That makes sense. So as they've grown up, have you noticed that your three adopted children, I know they're all your children, but the three adopted children that have um, experienced, um, issues that are related to their drug exposure that, um, I know you, You, I'm just going to fill this in. You yes. and your husband gave them a beautiful, loving, supportive home. But what have you noticed that maybe from that previous exposure that happened that a, a beautiful, loving home couldn't actually counteract?
1: Well, yes, um, there were some things. I, I would say the biggest thing was the impulsivities and middle school years, we noticed a little bit more, and high school, because um, our children are grown now. And um, with the, the their first two children that we adopted, it was a challenge. They, um, I would get calls from school, <laughs> things like that. And I would um, have some things happen that neither suspensions or this or that, that it, it presented a lot of challenges and struggles they all got the same amount of attention some more than others because we were dealing with some struggles but love we never had alcohol in the home we chose that earlier on because we just felt like okay this might be we want to not make it easier we they went to private school they had every opportunity they were all in different sports um that we were pretty involved family so um that they had every opportunity to do all of those wonderful things and they did, they, they thrived and did well, but they still struggled. And, um, that's been a challenge. So going so,
0: forward. as a mom myself, and I don't have any adopted children, but as a mom myself, I'm curious to know how you feel about the biological mom of those kids. And, um, I won't go into the whole story about addiction, I, how, how how that all goes on, but how do you feel about that, knowing that she had numerous children um, throughout her life, and and that these three are, you know, Im- impacted due to her her drug use?
1: That was a hard one for me, to be honest. As a, as a mom myself, to know that you're doing this harm to these children in utero, in your womb, and um, not stopping. But it, it took me, it, it was, a, I was pretty angry at first, to be honest, I was really upset by it. I never told the children that because I don't feel that's the, that they, they do know that that is their, uh, there's a birth mom there and that she did these um, drugs because I, I wanted to be open to them about, but I also was trying to be kind and say, she was not, she did give you, she, even though they were taken from her, she, you know, you are in our home and you have a good life and we love you. You are our children, but, um, it wasn't a good thing. And so I had some anger at first. Now I don't as much. I'm not, I think when somebody is addicted, I really don't think she like Meant to do it. I think she was just caught in this constant addiction cycle for years. And so I don't have the anger I did previously. I do feel sad. It's sad that they had the kids had to go through that. And it's sad that her life was constantly that she didn't maybe have as family support that our kids do. So um, yeah.
0: Yeah, no, and I'm, I'm, I'm happy for the kids that you and your husband were there. Um, so what did you share with the kids about their mother or the, the, what that you knew about their mother as they grew up?
1: As an adult, they have every bit of access to all of our files. Like I have literally big files of all of their foster care when they were in foster care. And, um, our, the youngest child um, asked me some questions. He's older now, an adult, and he's in college, but he asked me some questions about his birth mom just recently, a couple of weeks ago. And he said, mom, can I read those files? I said, absolutely. They're all there for you because I think they want to know where they came from. And as an adopted child, I think many adopted children kind of want to know where their past? Who was their mom? Who was their dad? What their what their life might have been, and so I think all children should have that access. Um, we've been pretty open to them as they've gotten older. Um, what what their mom? Who their mom was? So,
0: have they had any contact with her at all?
1: The the oldest child, face through Facebook, yes, had. Well, your- It really, I don't know to what extent I think his, ex- her extended family. Yes. But, um, she passed away a year ago from drug exposure or drug, ex- drug addiction. And so I think those kinds of things for them, it's, I feel like that's a, a normal thing to want to know and to reach out and have some sort of connection
0: as uh, an adult. I agree. I agree. Both of my parents have, uh, adoptive Uh, fathers. And I know that they both struggled with wanting to know who they were over the years. So I I think it's a natural thing. So um, as we close, I'd like to hear if you have any advice, if you were uh, talking, two two things, Uh, a couple who are thinking about um, adopting a child, not knowing they have disabilities or exposure, but adopting a child and how that might impact the family. And then secondly, you knew the second two were drug exposed and what that meant, because you already had your oldest oldest adopted child. What would you say to a couple who are thinking about either of those options?
1: Well, I would say to definitely have some support system. And I now have, I do have a great um, kind of, I would say support system out to people who have other people who've gone through this. And so you can kind of feed off each other and kind of, kind of talk about different things. Um, But I don't regret it. I've never regretted adopting our children, even knowing now the struggles we've gone through. I I don't. Uh, You immediately love these children as their own, as your, if you birth them yourself. And so for me, it's never been a regret. My husband says the same thing. And we also know there are other people who've never been exposed to to this that have done drugs too. So it is kind of a the the uh, the I guess the chances are probably more so that they would be have a propensity to do drugs. But um, for me, it's never been a an issue. I've always said, "Yep, yeah, let's do it." And we have we've we've gone through this and we don't regret it one one minute. So. support. The biggest thing is support.
0: So I'm going to bet those children don't regret at all that you are their parents too. So um,
1: I do have to say one thing. I'm going to say this, just when you said that, I'm going to end this with this. Our oldest son, our oldest adopted son said to us just about a month ago, said, mom, dad, I'm going to tell you something. I don't know if I've ever told you this, but you have been the most terrific parents ever. And I never regret that you adopted us and I am so glad that you're you're my parent and you did everything right just because I made bad decisions does not mean you're a bad parent I was like "Whoa, okay that's the little bit of the affirmation that I needed to hear so
0: one of those comments that just that goes to your heart and say yes this is why I'm here this is why I did this this is why we're here and and so on so I love that he's acknowledging that what a sweet kid he is so um anything you want to share with us before we go No, thank you for for, um, letting me share my story. I appreciate it. Absolutely, I appreciate your being here and thank you so much. Thank you for listening to this episode of Good Grief. To hear more about my personal story, please pick up a copy of the book, The Spider Killer, a memoir of trauma, tragedy, and survival. You can find the book on Amazon and Kindle.